0: Welcome to Comically Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are a spoiler cast, and what that means is we consider all properties, past, future, and present to be valid, and we will spoil the hell out of them. I'm your host, Michael, along with my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy, and with all that being said, let's get started. Alright, are you guys ready for some news? <laughs>
1: yes. News me up. News you up. Okay. Let's get into some. Uh, oh yeah, I haven't done. <laughs> du- yes, <laughs> it's time for news, rumors, and reviews. <İş: laughs> <thumbnalaughs> this just in: it is Sunday,
0: February thirteenth, because I have not done that in a while. So let's just go ahead and throw Super that out Bowl, there. Super Sunday. Bowl Sunday.
2: Yes, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> not saying it three times so we don't get copyrighted.
0: And uh, we got some trailers that came out. We got a Doctor Strange trailer that popped off. Yeah. Along with a like Moon Knight, another Moon Knight teaser. Yeah. So have y'all seen the Moon Knight teaser? Like I know we're kind of recording this on the spot and y'all may not have seen them yet. But if you watch Super Bowl,
1: did you happen to catch it? I saw them on YouTube <laughs> at a restaurant. Because yes. just FYI, I'm on vacay in a closet for our listeners.
2: And I, I we were watching, but not watching the, the Super Bowl. Uh, so... We're doing a little Super Bowl party, but I didn't catch. I saw his cape leaving the the camera. So at the end of it, that's about all
0: I got. (laughs) Well, most of the trailer looked to be some of the stuff that we'd already seen, except for where I noticed there was this dope ass scene where he's like jumping towards a line of enemies and his cape flares out into a moon.
1: And I was like, yeah. yes, I've been wanting to see that shit for a while now. He's like Batman with the branding. He's got to have a moon shape of everything. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. And then I saw, like, his his moon boomerang, like, I yeah. guess, come back or whatever. So I was like, oh, that's awesome.
2: Wouldn't I just look like a moon pie?
0: No, oh. no. But because they're, those are just circles. Wait, the moon's a circle. Right, but the moon also <laughs> takes other shapes. You have to actually eat the moon
1: pie. The moon's a sphere, <laughs> technically. Yeah. yeah. So, if any, if anything, he should be throwing balls at people. <laughs> He's
0: ball man. <laughs> yes. Teabagging fuckers everywhere. I just, yes. <laughs> okay.
2: All that made me think of was that one, I don't know what it's called, but that you sent us, Richard, where it was about... Um,
1: Oh yeah, Gambit. A
2: gambit. Yeah.
3: <laughs> if we end up in
1: a, a, the like the little I'll ball cr- pit, yeah, I'll I'll call you if we ever fight. Uh, what is it? The Sentinels in a in a ball pit. <laughs> yeah. For those listening, go look up Pete Holmes X Men spelled E X Men and look up the Gambit one. It's freaking hilarious. Yes. And then go look up the uh, Nightcrawler one because it's the best one.
2: Yeah. That was funny.
1: Yeah, you could throw a hero, but the meat is kind of floppy. (laughs) (laughs) Did y'all happen to see
0: the Empire magazine on Moon Knight and how they showed a picture of Mr. Knight in costume? No. No. Yes, I put that on our IG, actually. So if you haven't seen it yet, go check out our IG and uh, you'll see it there. So it's pretty dope looking. I'm not going to lie. Like, that's a whole nother persona. Like, just sit there and throw out.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. I was hoping we'd get more personalities. So, yeah. And I was wondering if we were going to get the the Mr. Knight one, because I think that's a, that's a fan favorite of, of people who like Moon Knight, where, yeah, he's like in a suit. So is that supposed to be Mr. Knight? I think, wasn't that the guy that we thought was Midnight Man, though? Or... I've yet to see anything that
0: looked like Midnight Man in any of these commercials or anything along those lines. Hmm. So, or
1: what What does he wear? He's inverted Moon Knight. Like, he just looks like a black version of Moon Knight. Yeah.
2: Oh, okay. I think it'd be cool, like, if one of them had, like, uh, in the Rolls Royce, I don't know if you've ever seen the side, like, in their roof, where it's got, like, the uh, stars up there. Like, if, if the Midnight Man had, like, stars in his, that would show up every now and then in his suit.
1: That sounds like eternity, honestly.
2: Yeah. Oh, really?
1: Yeah. Eternity is one of like the four beings, like cosmic beings of the universe. And it's a she and she's like a silhouette of like a woman, but she just looks like the like the galaxy. Like you just see stars and like oh. the nebula and stuff inside of her.
0: That's cool. Or outside of her or wherever it happens to be. I I yeah. I mean.
2: Well Guess my idea wasn't very original then. <laughs>
0: Since you sat there and brought up Eternity and those other beings, I did do a Google search on the singularities, and you're right. It is the... Infinity Stones? Infinity Stones. Gotcha. So, since we did not, I did not Google that during our Eternals episode.
1: It was the only thing that I could think of that had six. (laughs) When there were like six singularities, I was like, uh, Infinity Stones maybe? I don't know. (laughs) What about that Doctor Strange trailer? I've only seen it one
0: time, so I can't really like throw a lot of breakdown stuff, but Rintra is definitely confirmed. It's got to be. Like, we saw the back of his head during that trailer.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, I guess next week we may do it a more breakdown, but just the quick little thing that I watch. Yeah, it looks like there's a Minotaur man in one of those scenes. Straight up confirmed Professor X in this movie. Patrick Stewart, Professor X. Yeah, I mean, he's got a very iconic sounding voice, so that is definitely Patrick Stewart. You had mentioned the Ultron, the Illuminati with the Ultron bots. We see some kind of Ultron bots in that. Uh, It looks like, yeah, a lot of these rumors are, are turning out to be true. I don't want... If the rumor where it's going to be, uh what is it? Tom Cruise as Tony Stark, like an alternate yeah. version of Tony Stark. I don't want that. I don't want to see no. him in that in that movie. Not at all. Yeah,
2: I, I did. Uh, one thing I did, I was, I was kind of going to ask if y'all y'all picked up on the same thing or had the same idea, but you know, when we were talking about it before, we had said, or y'all were talking about how it'd be cool to see, almost like scarlet witch versus uh, dr strange kind of thing to me it seemed like it might hint at that a little bit like because of the way she was talking about how you know you destroy the earth almost or just screw it over and you're a hero but whenever i do it i'm a villain and how is that fair so it almost makes me wonder like if they're kind of
1: testing
2: the waters with that
1: Uh, Yeah, you're right. I think maybe those rumors that Michael had mentioned out are are true. I don't know, man. This trailer, one, the teaser trailer did, like, nothing for me. Like, I I did not. Like, I was just like, okay, you know, that's a movie. (laughs) But this trailer, like, this shows what I was wanting. Like, there's one point where it looks like Wanda and Strange are going through some, like, dimension, and they're turning into, like, blocks or something. Like, it was just freaking was Wanda? weird. Yeah, it looked like Wanda. And then we see um, another. Uh, I can't believe I'm bringing this up. We see another Captain Marvel. Ooh. <laughs> uh, it looks like it's. Fred Larson. It looks actually, it looks like it may be either like Maria Rambo or something. I don't know. Was that
2: the one that was like flying through? Yeah, kind she was
1: something. fighting Wanda. She looked, she was like glowing like Captain Marvel yeah. like, in her like Super Saiyan mode. And she was fighting wanda well and i mean but I,
2: brie I larson glows all the time anyways so. oh
1: lord uh, <laughs> but yeah it, it i paused it and it's definitely not brie larson it's a yeah. an, a black lady i don't know if it's maria or the one that was in wanda vision or not but um yeah as just quick and dirty of it there's some like horror looking things there's some kind of weird yeah. cthulhu like tentacle monster at some point that isn't Shimagorath, or maybe it is Shimagorath, but it looked freaky as all hell.
2: Any ideas with like the with the smoke maybe that's coming in? That big fog at the beginning? Yeah, like? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it didn't give any kind of hint of what it might be. I just kind of was curious. See if y'all Galactus. Any... <laughs>
1: that's what I was kind of wondering. <laughs> God, no. It better not be like the Fantastic Four Galactus yeah. where he was just a. A cloud of dust. That's what I was referencing. Oh, God. I hated that. (laughs) It's the equivalent of Parallax.
2: Yeah. It'll be fine. It just makes you think that, but it's actually Mephisto that's going to emerge.
1: Actually, you know what? I'd be fine with Mephisto being in that. Like, that's more appropriate for Mephisto to be in than Spider-Man.
0: You know, you were talking about that um, Strange and Wanda like fighting each other and their faces turning into squares. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that was Wanda. I I I was focused on Strange and his face turning into squares. But in the House of M storyline, I believe it's House of M number one, there's a variant that's a one in 20. I think it's done by Joe Quesada, and I'm not positive on that. However... Her face—it's—it's a picture of her face, and it's going in squares, and it's like leaving. It is a dope ass cover, and like I've never
1: seen it before. If that's
0: legit, like if he's fighting Strange, or if she's fighting Strange, and their faces are turning the squares, that book is gonna go insane. Yeah,
1: and it is—I'm telling you right now—it is a dope ass cover. Oh no, I have seen this. Okay, yeah, I know. Yeah, oh, oh, is. Freak, oh man, that's gonna be awesome! Like, so you know how they've been sort of incorporating like little bits of stories here and there. If Multiverse of Madness ends up being like their telling of House of M, I am down for that because I the House of M is my favorite Scarlet Witch story. Like, that is so cool. Well, not cool. It's it's sad, but it's a good story.
0: I mean, like, how many other Scarlet Witch stories really are there worth? Yeah, you that's know? true.
1: <laughs> Oh, uh, we should definitely read the Jason Aaron Doctor Strange. Also, Evil Strange looks like one of the creatures that are in uh, one of the Jason Aaron runs. I didn't have time to look up and find the issue, but uh, slight spoilers for that comic for y'all. If y'all haven't read it, you know, I told you magic on a previous podcast. Magic comes at a cost. Yeah. Strange ends up eating these gross things that Wong cooks for him. and. He thinks that's enough, but it's not. And Wong, behind his back, are taking, like, whatever, like, Buddhist monks or or whatever. And he's, like, essentially putting in all the, like, bad, like, magic that usually you have to pay the price for doing magic into them. And they eventually all form into this black goo monster that's, like, disgusting looking. And then Wong keeps it like underneath the Sanctum Sanctorum in like the basement. And then eventually it gets out and Strange has to deal with that. But it looks very much like you see Evil Strange and there's these like black gooey like monster men. It's near the end of the trailer. Yeah. yeah, It yeah. looks like it may be referring to that or something. I don't know. This movie's like got a lot going on. I can see why <laughs> they did reshoots. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Like there's all kinds of stuff going on. And I've heard lots of times of, of, this being possibly a house of him kind of storyline, and so seeing that image of the squares and stuff like that, knowing of that cover, like I wonder if that's how they're going to do this, like how if that's how they're going to bring mutants into, yeah, the Marvel universe, or if they're just going to already be here kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I um I've always said the the easiest way you could bring mutants in is they already sort of had it. Feige, if you're listening, you can use this one for free. Um. <laughs> <laughs> they established that Pietro and Wanda got their powers from the uh, Loki staff, which had the Mind Stone in it. So, th- and then in Captain Marvel, she got her power. Ooh, Brie Larson, oh, Lord, uh, <laughs> she got her power from the Space Stone. So they're establishing that, like, people who sometimes come in contact with these uh, Infinity Stones get superpowers from it, get some kind of power. Half the population was snapped away from the Infinity Stones, and then they were brought back using the Infinity Stones. You could just say a certain percentage of those people that brought back now have powers that are a quote unquote mutation, and then you could have mutants. Oh, Hill. Cool hell! Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. The only problem, as time goes on, I don't know how you're going to do this is Magneto. Magneto has a very, very, like, particular backstory. He was a Jewish person. uh, He was a kid, and he was put into the concentration camps. And that affects, like, that is his entire, like, that moment affects his entire, like, ideology towards humans. And as time goes on, how do you explain, like, a whatever 90-year-old man being able to fight these people they're going to have to do some silly like, oh, he went into like a regenerative tube and became younger or something. I don't know. Anyway, would you be
0: opposed to somebody modernizing his backstory?
1: Yeah. See, that's the thing I don't want, because I love this. Like he went through a horrible thing in life and it has skewed his like and, and it, it almost makes him right in a lot of ways, because he's like, no, like when he argues with Charles. He's always like, no, I I went through this. Like, they will come for you if you're different. It doesn't matter. They always do. And for them to change that, I don't know who they would use. Like, and, or not use, uh, but like, what they would change his background to. It'd be very weird if they did. You just change them to a different race. But like, what? Like, what do you mean? Like, give me an example. You could do Muslim. You could do African American. Okay. I mean,
0: there's different races that you could choose to possibly modernize it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just—it's not necessarily the Jewish thing, but it's just that the Holocaust, like, it's just such a terrible moment in history for Jewish people. And I don't know. I, I really don't want them to steer away for that, but I just don't know how you how you do it without, unless you just make him really, really young. <laughs> but I, I don't know. Or you could have it to where.
0: It st- it wouldn't have the same impact though. What I was gonna say was is that you know if his grandfather told him stories, yeah, yeah, you know that's how a lot of things are done. You know, is by being passed down from generation to generation. So, like I said, it still wouldn't have the same impact though.
3: No, yeah,
0: but I'm I'm with you. Like I love I love that backstory of Magneto. I love like that's one of the things that sticks out to me when I would think of the old X Men mm-hmm. movies or the older. You know what I mean. So, like, I, I always think of how, I always think of Magneto's story and how it's so just, you get lost in it. And mm-hmm. you really do, like you said, you really do look on his side and you're like, damn, like, if, if I had gone through everything he went through, I'd probably, you know, feel and think the same
1: way. Yeah. And I've argued that's what makes a great villain is you see, you're like, yeah, if the same thing happened to me, I absolutely would, like, he's right. Like, I think that's why a lot of people liked uh, was a Killmonger in uh, the Black Panther is like, yeah, he kind of got screwed over by Wakanda and he's kind of in the right here. (laughs) But, yeah, well, somebody like I was talking to family at one point in time and they were talking about the
0: Joker movie when it was getting ready to come out and they were like, how's how's that even going to be a movie? Like, how do you have a Joker movie? How do you have a Joker, a movie about Joker without Batman and this, that and another? And I was like, it's not so much about Batman at that point in time. It's more about the Joker. And let's be honest, a lot of us want to be superheroes, but can so relate to a villain way quicker than a
1: hero. Yeah,
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we could dream about being a hero all day long, but like as far as relating to something, we can relate to a villain a lot faster than a hero. Yeah.
1: Well, because like doing the right thing is always like a, it's a hard road to go down. Like it's, doing the bad thing is sort of easy like oh you know whatever I'm poor okay I've got these powers I'll go rob a bank and like boom done whereas you know if you were a hero it's like no I'm gonna do the right thing and you know get a job whatever and earn money that way but also try to help people with these and it just becomes harder
0: right I mean like nobody wants to sit there and have the life that Peter Parker has really no he's relatable he's completely relatable because like he's so down to earth however nobody wants to have his life no it's mostly miserable (laughs)
1: Tony Stark's life,
0: right? Yeah, right. Yes, absolutely.
1: (laughs) Anyway, that that was like a huge comic y pasta, like bowl. Yeah,
2: yeah. See, I don't know if there was even that much comic y in that.
0: Yeah, (laughs) okay. So, what about (laughs) what about Madam
1: Webb at Sony there? What do you (laughs) think? Well, okay. All right. I'll just, who the fuck cares about a Madam Webb movie? <laughs> like, what are you doing, Sony? What are you doing? Like, you're doing Craven the Hunter movies. You, like, the uh, anyway, uh, Dakota Johnson, whatever. She's like wallpaper as far as an actress goes. Um... I think she's like the new Kristen Stewart personally. I don't think she's that great of an actor and she's just so bland. She Mad- picked real larson for it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you what you need is you need an older okay, like there's two different versions of Madame Webb, and it looks like they're going for the second version, which I don't know much about. And I'd I'd have to look this up. And once again, I'm I'm on vacay, I'm in a closet. I'm not looking this stuff up right now. So anyway, <laughs> the the first version of Madame Web was like blind and I think paralyzed. And her husband made this seat that looks like Web's. And it was it gave her some kind of weird, like she could see the future by like an algorithm type thing. And anyway, she met up with Spider-Man and told him. I don't know. Anyway, this isn't the point. Uh, what I think they're doing is... I mostly know her from the 90s Spider-Man cartoon where they did a Secret Wars on that show and it was the Beyonder and Madam Web. And they made Madam Web, which is sort of more appropriate, this like mystical, like other dimension being. And she like visits Peter and says like, you know, you, you may be the right hero that we need. And anyway, they did a... Secret Wars thing where they got all the heroes and the villains to fight to see like who could win a true test of like good versus evil. And that was actually just a test for apparently where there was an evil Peter Parker who had the Carnage symbiote and he was threatening to destroy like the multiverse and the Peter Parker that you've been following along in the cartoon had to like assemble a team of Spider-Men which was like Spider-Verse before Spider-Verse, like before the comic, before the movie was actually on a 90s cartoon show and anyway they go and defeat that Spider-Man that's the long of it so I think maybe they may be doing something like that where she's going to be this like multi-dimensional and maybe incorporate like multiverse Spider-Man for future movies like possibly the Andrew Garfield one or maybe we'll get you know the cartoon ones and she'll be in that um I don't know. Like, just don't make a solo movie with her in it. Like, if you're going to want to, if you want to do a, like, there's so many spider people. Yeah. Do Spider-Gwen. Everyone loves Spider-Gwen. She's got a cool costume. She's fun and entertaining. Her actual comic run was short-lived, albeit, but, like, really interesting. So just do that. That's what I
2: was thinking, too. I mean, like, I don't even really know who the heck Madam Web is.
1: Yeah, like most, that that was my first thought was people are gonna look at this and go, "Who the fuck is Madame Web?"
2: <laughs> and how does she even incorporate in the, into this type thing? Like, I mean, it just like you said, just really random. And they, like yeah. everybody's been like, basically begging for a Spider Gwen or a Miles Morales almost type thing. But so why why not follow what your your fans, what your people are saying?
0: <laughs> yep. If I had to guess, Marvel and Sony have got something big planned for like Miles and Gwen. Oh, really? I would think so. I mean, like you said, like those are two of some of the hottest characters right now outside of Peter Parker, you know, Spider-Man. So, I don't know why they would even start to try and and do something with those two. So, with that being said, I mean, are you thinking it's going to be Julia Carpenter? Yes, As Madam Web. Yeah,
1: the younger one. Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, There is also a storyline with the original Madam Web where she went through some ritual or something like that and became youthful, you know, and it, to try and cure her disease that she has. Uh, OK, so I wonder if maybe we're going to get that. I don't know. But I could also see what's her name? Something Dakota.
1: Dakota Johnson dakota johnson yeah
0: i could also see dakota johnson though like she looks like she could pull off a uh spider woman costume
1: well see that then do that do spider woman don't do don't do madam webb what are you doing like (laughs) just do spider woman That that was my biggest
0: beef, is that, like, if you get this person who looks like they could actually do Spider-Woman, like, why would you miss out on all that story having her as Madam Web?
1: Yeah. Like, so I don't know. It, it's Sony doing the dumbest, like, I just now go, what is the dumbest thing that they could do? Oh, that's what Sony will do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and the strangest thing to me is that, like, they have Morbius coming out, and then they have... Craven, you know, coming out, which they also cast Aaron Taylor Johnson. They cast him, but they've they just cast somebody. Uh, who's
1: going to be playing Zeus in Thor: God and Thunder? Oh, I don't know. I've heard rumors that Arnold Schwarzenegger may be playing Zeus.
0: No, no, no, no, oh, no, no, no, Lord. no, oh, no, God. no, no.
1: Um. Okay. <laughs> so Russell Crowe
0: is playing oh Zeus in Thor: Love and Thunder
1: and
3: it's interesting Zeus.
1: I could see him being, yeah. I mean, he played uh what's his face in uh gladiator
0: gladiator. He's also joining the cast of Craven, the hunter movies as well.
1: Okay, cool. Was he going to, uh, I don't know. I don't care about <laughs> it. Like, <I> don't, <laughs> like, the, the best, the best Craven, the hunter story is Craven's last hunt. And, Spoilers for that story, he kills himself at the end. Like there's been no no good craven story. There just isn't. And even then, like he's portrayed as a crazy asshole in that in that like uh comic. So like I don't know. Like, why do a craven I don't I don't like any of this, like, oh, we're since you know, we've done this deal where Tom Holland's Spider-Man, we're just gonna do movies about his villains, and it's like what no like or, okay do do some good villains but yeah. i don't know anyway
2: well i mean it's, it's kind of like i mean doing uh doing the joker i mean i did i didn't necessarily see any anything reports from it but from what i have heard and seen it didn't do that great so why follow in those footsteps i mean did you not learn from that <laughs> like yeah because i mean uh, Nobody, nobody really, and maybe it may may have been like, granted, the casting probably had a, had a big issue with that, but with that one, but still, like.
1: What, Joker? Yeah. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I think, I think Joker actually did make, like, Bank, if I'm not mistaken, but that movie's something different than, I see what they were trying to do, like, they're talking about how, like, society treats, like, mentally ill people, because that's what that movie is, essentially. Yeah. But. I don't know. I still didn't like it because it, it it just it throws everything out of the like the bat mythos. Because for those who don't know, I'm a big Spider-Man fan, but also I'm a big Batman fan. And I don't like when you fuck with the Batman mythos, like characters and yeah. and how you do all that. So anyway, I wasn't a fan. Well, it,
2: I mean, it's just it, to me, it's just seeming like and I could be completely wrong, but like trying to follow it. It's not like so you had a big success with this, this superhero over here movie. And granted, they didn't, I mean, Marvel was still the big carrier of that, I guess if you want to say, but so you want to kind of springboard off of that, but you're, you're pulling kind of like what you're saying. I mean, you're pulling the wrong people to to springboard off of that. (laughs) So I don't know.
1: They, during the leaks, they had a idea of doing an Aunt May solo movie. Oh Lord. (laughs)
3: <laughs> like,
1: that sounds so bad. And depressing. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the, they did have one good idea. The Black Cat and Silver Sable movie. That sounds like that would have been interesting.
0: Yeah. That's completely fallen off. Yeah.
1: From what I've heard. Like, Silver
0: Sable's completely fallen yeah. off. Yeah.
1: So, once again, pick the dumbest thing and that's what they'll do. <laughs>
0: Uh, Joker made box office $1.74 billion. Yeah. I, I, I remember,
1: I thought I remember it doing well. I just didn't like the movie personally.
0: And funny enough, Joker is like one of my favorites. And like, anytime I see that thing on, I will turn it on as long as I don't have kids around. Yeah. And I'll just, I'll watch it from whatever point in time. It doesn't matter. Like, Man. I love that movie.
1: It's so dark.
0: <laughs> I think that's why I love it so much. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. I
2: could see that.
0: No, thanks. It's <laughs> kind of depressing. Kidding? I don't think I'm going to turn it on now. <laughs> <laughs> so, we were talking about all these casting rumors and things like that. What about the rumor of Norman Reedus being ghostwriter? This thing has been here and there and talked about for years now. However, Norman's come out and said, fingers crossed. So, to me, that kind of means like he's hopeful to get that role. And he said that there's been talks of things he hasn't confirmed. Ghost Rider, though, would y'all like to see a Norman Reedus Ghost Rider? We've never talked about that. Would y'all like to see that?
1: Uh which Ghost Rider is it going to be? Johnny Blaze, or is it going to be uh D- Danny? Is it Danny Rand? I can't remember. Danny Rand's the Iron Fist. That's right. Danny, Danny. Anyway, there's two. There's there's actually three Ghost Riders. But uh, anyway, is no, he going to be more than that? Johnny. Yeah, that's true. If he go like the OG ones. Anyway, I'd be cool with it. I don't think he could like do a worse job than Nicolas (laughs) Cage. (laughs) But uh, so the bar is set pretty low to quote MJ, like, you know, always expect. (laughs) uh, What is it? Always expect disappointment so you'll never be let down or something like that. But no, I, like he's good on on Walking Dead, and that paycheck's about to run out. So I'm sure he's like, "Hey, uh, what's his brother, Merle? The, oh the yeah, the one that plays Yondu. Yeah, yeah. I can't think. He's from Alabama. We should know his name. Um, Gaston, I believe. <laughs> I know where the man's from. But anywho, yeah, like I'd be fine with him as Johnny Blaze or a Ghost Rider, whatever one they're doing. He can ride a motorcycle, so there's a there's a plus. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Rooker, by the way. That's it. Michael Rooker. Yes. It was driving me nuts. So, yeah, like, I don't know. I've never liked Ghost Rider personally because, like, most of the time, Ghost Rider shows up in a story, does his penance stare. It doesn't work on the villain because they don't want the story to end that soon. And then he fucks off. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, Ghost Rider, like, to quote Sal from Comic Pop, Ghost Rider is a cool tattoo. And that's about it. (laughs) What says
0: you, Jeremy?
2: Uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I think it would be, I never, obviously, never heard of him being in, possibly in it until you sent that article. But, and my my first reaction was just, I think, yeah, I think it'd be pretty cool to see him do it. I mean, I enjoyed him in The Walking Dead and I think that would fit his, like, his style of acting, like, from that, from The Walking Dead and that kind of thing. Like, I, I think he would, he would fit into it well from what I, what I know of it. So it just, I think it'd be fun just give him another vest with the with the wings on the back. Yeah, like, like a, <laughs> these ones like catch on fire or something.
1: <laughs> It'll be bone wings. Yeah. I just wonder
0: like how his accent will do. Yeah. I and I know he's putting one on for the Walking Dead to be more southern because he doesn't sound that way in the cult classic
2: Boondock Saints. I can't
0: think. Yes, Boondock Saints. Yeah, yeah. So it's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and I know a lot of people want him to do a third of that as well. So I don't know what the holdup of that is either, but that's not comic books. So, Uh, (laughs) I I I mean I'd be cool with him as Ghost Rider, as as long as you know he actually sounded like Ghost Rider. I I was honestly okay with Nick Cage, other than certain scenes he kind of was you know goofy and whatever.
1: The scratching at the door.
0: (laughs) Yes. I dug the second Ghost Rider more than the first because of the horror aspect, like the way that they made him walk and things like that. Like, it was so much more creepier. And I was just like,
1: yes, like, this is awesome. Yeah, I liked how they did the the leather coat. Like, whenever he turned into Ghost Rider, it was like bubbling. It was like so at the point where it almost caught on fire, but like the leather would bubble and boil. And look tari, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yes. Uh, I agree. The second Ghost Rider is far better than the first one. Okay. Seems like we're in
0: agreement there. I think this will be controversial, though. What do you think of, and I'm probably going to butcher this guy's name, Barry Kewan? Sure. We'll go with that. No idea? Sure. (laughs) The guy that plays... Uh, Druig from Eternals. (laughs) (laughs) What if he played the Joker in the Batman movie?
2: Uh, I think he actually, he actually did a pretty good job of it to me. He kind of was already mopey and just kind of had that weird, weird vibe from being druid. I don't know, Just even that picture from the article, I think he's got kind of the, the look down a little bit as far as like how to, he could do pretty well with it. Now I think that'd be kind of, I don't know if that'd be weird or even possible if he's, you know, doing Marvel stuff and DC stuff. I, I don't, I don't know. But yeah, I think it'd be, I think he'd be pretty, pretty good at it to me.
1: Cool. Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm down for that. I'm, I'm, ex- I'm so hyped for this, the Batman with Robert Pattinson. I'm so ready for this movie. I hope it's good. But uh, yeah, if he, if it ends up being good and they make more, I'm totally down for uh, a Joker. The only thing I've ever seen him in as Druig, I'm fine with. He's got an Irish accent. I don't know if that's a real one or a fake one. I'm assuming it's real because. Everybody in that movie had their actual accents. So if as long as he doesn't sound like an Irish uh Joker, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Is it too early for a new Joker? No. Let's get rid of Jared Leto's fucking awful joker. Like um, Listen, I think
2: Richard was ready for a new new Joker for before the movie even came out. Yeah.
1: And like I didn't I didn't hate Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. I just thought that movie was It just wasn't for me. Like, it was really dark, and I just didn't like it. But uh, as a Joker, he would have been fantastic as, like, um, I always forget his name. The guy that played uh, Batman in the Justice League movies. Um, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, thank you. I don't know why I always forget his name. Uh, Ben Affleck. I think he would have been a great Joker to Ben Affleck's Batman. It's sad that we'll never see something like that happen anyway. Yeah, I'm I'm cool for this guy to for Druig to cross over to the DC universe and become Joker. I'm I'm cool with him being the Joker, you know, again,
0: depending on what kind of voice he's gonna have for that character, and especially how that character is written, because honestly, I think more along the lines that the way the character was written for Jared Leto messed that up for him more than it was his portrayal of the Joker because there's just certain moments in the Suicide Squad movie that I look at it and I'm like, you know, he actually did okay. Like, he, like when he's sitting there shocking and stuff like that, you can shake your head as much as you want, Richard, by God. No. He's terrible. (laughs) He's
1: a terrible Joker.
0: Why is he terrible?
1: He acts like just a mob boss with, like, a weird clown theme going on. And that's not who the Joker is. The Joker is this... Ultra insane, literally like uh um and I am just drawing blanks tonight. Uh the <laughs> Nolan Joker, the the great one. Um Heath Ledger. Thank you, Heath, Heath Ledger. Ledger. Uh he's an agent of chaos. Like he is like Batman is Order and Joker is chaos, and they're they're these two yin and yang, good and evil, constantly, you know, immovable object, unstoppable force hitting each other. And Leto's was just a creepy, weird, like mob guy that just he looked like a juggalo, like he acted like a juggalo. Like, I've just got this, <laughs> I've got this clown motif, and I'm I'm committed to it. Look his his appearance to
0: me complete like nobody liked it. I didn't even like it. I thought it was stupid. I thought it was ridiculous. The reason for him having you know the grill and stuff like that was stupid and ridiculous. All of that stuff. However, you know you you bring up. Leto's Joker and you say, oh, Leto was a crime boss. Essentially, Leto's Joker was just a more active crime boss. Like he had people working for him. In fact, one of the scenes in the movie was, hey, fight for this position. It's open and broke a pool stick and threw it out there. He was a crime boss as well. He was just more active in what he did and, and he was more in his plans. Jack Nicholson's Joker was a crime boss as well.
1: Yeah, Jack was more back to the old 60s kind of hokey where they had, like, henchmen and stuff. Ledger, I wouldn't say he's a crime boss. He just needed men to help him. Like, he couldn't do it. Like, he couldn't basically put up drums of, like, whatever, gasoline by himself. So he needed people to do that. And I don't I don't, know. I like, I don't, like, Leto, like, growls or, like, whatever makes, like, a, a cat purring noise at one point. I hate the hunka hunka line that he does. The line where or the scene where he's like laughing and he meticulously laid out all these like knives and guns to make like what was it like a skull or or wings or something. It's all weird. I don't like it. It's weird. It's not scary. The Joker needs to be scary and he never came off scary. He came off creepy, like not like creepy like unsettling creepy. Like Uh, this guy probably has like pictures of people's feet. Creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: That's great. Like I said, I I don't sit there and agree with everything that they did, but that also not necessarily was Leto's, you know, Joker. He might not have sat there and said, Hey, I want to have these wings of knives laid out because that's honestly is weird. And it was not a cool picture. And it was just like, why do you need all these knives? You you you you don't you don't need all these knives. You can only carry two at one time. Yeah. <laughs> like you you can only hold two. Like that's it. But at the same like my I always when I sit there and I think of Leto's Joker, my mind goes to the point where he's sitting there getting ready to shock Harley. And he's like, This is gonna hurt you really bad, or something like that. And I'm like, it, it's not terrifying, it's not horrifying, it's not necessarily scary like you were talking about and those are all things that I agree with you on. However to me it was one of those creepy moments that wasn't like goofy creepy. I think there's just moments within his Joker that could actually be really well and really good. But that's also just my opinion and it's not a popular one either. As most of my opinions are. You know, <laughs> Bucky Black Panther. Oh god. So Let's talk about director. Uh, I can't even say this man's first name. I wrote it down it's wrong. It's Roland. It's Roland Emmerich. Roland Emmerich. And his comments about how superhero movies are um, threatening cinemas, basically. And he doesn't like them. He's kind of going down the same James Cameron's path.
1: Yes. Oh, yes. They're so threatening cinema. Let me tell you, they're they're a threat. Like, come on. get. I'm so... T- first off, all right, I have to go into this rant because when I I when you sent us this I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember that." And I was so triggered when I first read it because first off, this this motherfucker
3: <laughs>
1: has no room to talk. All of his movies are the same damn plot. Okay, for those who don't know, Roland Emmerich made Everyone's favorite movie of his is Independence Day. Yeah, he man. Also... The the original or like Yeah, the original. Um okay. actually I think he may have done the sequel as well, but anyway, he did the the original one, Independence Day. He did the god awful Matthew Broderick uh Godzilla movie. He did 2012, he did uh The Day After Tomorrow, he did uh GeoStorm. And then he just recently did, and this is the only reason why he's bitching about all this, is he did Moonfall, where the moon crashes into the Earth. All he ever makes are disaster porn movies. That's all he makes. <laughs> and his movies are literally the same thing every single time. It's always a divorcee dad who's, like, actually, like, the most important man on Earth, but no one believes him and he either has, like, some children that he's sort of estranged from or something like that. And something happens in the movie where he's the most important person now in the world. And he's going to be redeemed because he was right all along. Like, you, you have Jeff Goldblum in Independence Day, Matthew Broderick in Godzilla. You have, uh, I can't think of his name, the de- the, the main character in 2012. Yeah. Uh, you have um, gosh, I can't think of his one too. In in uh, day after tomorrow, but it's it's always the same thing. And then he loves those scenes. He has them in like they're they're littered throughout the movie. Where like there'll be this big dramatic moment where like someone will get a phone call or something, and they'll be like, "What? What is that? What did you just say?" And then like the other people, like whatever, in the same room with the person, he'll they'll be like, "What? What is it?" and He's like we just lost the White House. And it's like this big, like, it's in every, it's, it's. there's like 20 of them in Independence Day. And like so many of the other ones, like his movies are shit. I'm sorry. Like, he made one good one and he's remade that movie with a different sort of new coat of paint on it. He has no room. And the only reason I'm getting worked up is because I'm so tired of these movie directors who are, like, shitting all over comic book movies, but I'm sorry, I watch a shit ton of movies. Not just comic book movies, but a shit ton of movies. And I gotta say, like, I actually cried during Endgame with the death of Tony, like, like, during the funeral and where the little daughter is talking with Happy and Ugh. she's like, I want cheeseburgers. Like, I actually welled up with tears. And that movie didn't win any awards. I could be wrong about that but it it should have won an, a lot because it was a huge achievement to make a cohesive story for 10 freaking years and the snobby like Hollywood people didn't no, like they didn't acknowledge it at all so I'm so tired of these like directors especially one like Roland Emmerich who I'm sorry I'm like you need to shut the fuck up and sit down
0: (laughs) I'm just saying
1: like who am I to be like some guy from Alabama like who hasn't done anything movies but I can tell you this much you need to shut up (laughs) (laughs) (laughs) so anyway that's the end of my rant I may think of something else but that's the end of my rant like I just that one triggered me the most so to make you feel better, uh,
0: Roland did direct Independence Day Resurgence. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Jeremy, uh, do you have anything to add or counteract with with Richard's um, rant there? Um, woo, Brie Larson. <laughs> <laughs> no, no I'm just I, I mean,
2: I didn't know I, I didn't know who Roland Emmerich was whenever seeing that and. Yeah, just thinking about those movies whenever you're talking about it, Richard, like even the posters all look relatively the same. Yeah. They all have the same like color scheme. They all have the same like doom and gloom type thing. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's all, yeah, just all a variant of the last movie. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And just to say that they're, that they're hurting the cinemas. I I mean, that's just that, that. I don't see how you can look at the the numbers and see how it could be hurting the cinemas because yeah, they, I mean they're making more and more, bringing more people out even through all this mess. People you can show you can see easily with Spider Man No Way Home. I mean yeah, people were ex- insanely excited about that movie, ready to get back to the the, the cinemas and everything. Go ahead, Michael. Uh
0: I, What I wanted to bring up was I think when he was saying cinemas, he was more talking about. People doing movies outside of superhero movies that it was hurting that,
2: yeah, like that was so, that was, what was kinda kinda kind of get to like I can see where some of the ones that wanna see it more is like art and things like that, like they think that probably think that just comics is just a quick, easy go to like nothing to it type thing, well, Sony can clearly show that you can destroy it without having any like
3: <laughs> I mean it's.
2: It's not just easy you can easily destroy it too but i mean it takes like what richard was saying like it it still takes a lot to draw the crowd in yeah i mean like the superhero part is the niche there the like the hook kind of to grab bring them in but like there's so much more that goes into those movies that would actually keep you there and keep you invested i mean like you have With Tony Stark dying, I mean, so many people, and I'm the same way with Richard, like, got teary-eyed with that. And, like, to think that there's going to be movies after him is kind of weird at the same time. But because they established such a connection there beforehand, and that's not just a comic book. Like, there's a lot more storyline and plot in that and just emotion in that that you have to really be invested in there. And so, I mean, but there's still plenty of other movies out there that if you do the right kind of movie and do it the right way, will bring a lot of people out to them and still want to actually really see these other movies. Because, I mean, I'll be, I mean, I, there's plenty, like, I don't necessarily want to go see a comic book movie every single time I go to the movie theaters. There's, Shut
0: your damn mouth. <laughs> I know it's <laughs>
2: a sacrilege for this, for our <laughs> podcast, but. So I mean, there's plenty of other movies that come out. It's just the, the snobby people that think that they're they're. It's an art, and, which it is an art. I'm not saying that it's not, but like they just think that it's they're on another level than comic books. Well, no, you're not. You're just not wanting to take the time to actually see what's invested in prior to what is now.
1: Basically. Yeah. Yeah, and like, look at how, you know, No Way Home brought in like two billion dollars. And yeah, I, I know what Emmerich's saying, like, oh, well, people have to work in movie like comic book movies to like get any kind of work. But that's just what's popular right now. Just like back in the day, Westerns were super popular. And one day, I'm sorry, but this whole comic thing will end and it'll go the way of the Westerns and they'll maybe make one or two. Like, I don't want that to happen anytime soon because I'm enjoying this ride as we're on it. But, like, that's inevitable. It's gonna happen one day where, like, they won't gain as much popularity. But until then, like, let's enjoy them. And the other beauty about comics is you can do different genres. You can make a rom com love story, you can make a comedy, you can do horror, you can do action, you can do psychological thrillers. Um, you can do like solving like a like a detective movie, like uh Who Done It, like the the the Death on the Nile and um uh the Poirot movies that they're doing or whatever, where it's like a detective movie. Like so there's not it's not just like good guy has powers and punches villain, like that we did that. We did that in the nineties and it's been so played out and like people are tired of seeing like an origin story and then he gets his powers and then he fights the villain and then he saves the girl. Like we don't need that anymore. We can do other things now. And it just triggered me that of all people to say something like that is (laughs) Roland Emmerich. So anyway, I I think he's just bitter because his movie was only released in theaters and it has done jack all because it honestly looks stupid from the get go. Like from the trailers, (laughs) it looks so bad.
0: So uh, I got two things that I think I can remember after all that. (laughs) Uh, First of all, being besides Armageddon and Independence Day. Can anybody name any kind of world in tragic, whatever, weather's killing everybody off kind of movie that actually did well? Did
1: well? uh, No. Like Armageddon well, like Independence Day well. I I mean, I would say, what is it, the day after tomorrow, the Jake Gyllenhaal one, I think that did well back in the day. I don't think it made like, you know, because you got to... do inflation and all that, but I think it made a lot of money back in the day.
0: Back in the day, it made a lot of money. My, I guess my point is is that, you know what, I'm going to see Independence Day on TV throughout the year. Yeah. It's going to be on TBS, TNT, whatever the station is, and it's sure as hell going to be on Fourth of July on some channel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, every single year. It's in the name.
3: hmm
0: However, and and you're going to see Armageddon on the TV, you know, here and there throughout the year it's it, because of that damn song that Aerosmith did. So yeah. like <laughs> that, sh- that movie's going to be on there. And I mean, you, you know, Ben Affleck's in there and Bruce Willis is in it as well. So like that helps along with, you know, several other good actors in there too. Like, l- don't let me forget those either. Now but, that,
1: that is not a Roland Emmerich movie. That's a, uh, Michael Bay movie, but correct.
0: My point was, is that there's the outside of what he's done. Mm hmm in Independence Day and Armageddon he didn't do oh okay I see
1: what you're saying there's not
0: world domination movies that really kick it off and and are like all time keepers you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like that people always want to watch or look back or they're constantly ran on TV Mm -hmm. I feel like also he doesn't understand the audience that has money right now and what I mean by like has money right now the audience that is spending money like People are spending money on comic books and sports cards, collectibles, things of that nature. And, of course, they're going to want to see those things on TV as well. If that is the majority of people right here, right now, then you have to make movies that cater to those people because that's what they want to see. That's what's going to make you money. Mm -hmm. Now, it might not be what you wrote or what you want to direct, but don't sit there and go and shit on other people's stuff just because you don't dig people in tights or whatever else the case is. Right. Go out there and and make a world's gonna end movie, throw superheroes in there, and we may go see it. Now, will it be DC or something like that and be shit? I don't know. But you got a chance at least at right now with the current market. And I think that's what the case is. Like, he doesn't understand what the current market is. He's continuously, like you said, trying the same shit, maybe tweaking it here and there and falling short every time mm-hmm. yeah. bruh you did great when it was sci-fi you knocked it out of the park with Independence Day can't nobody take that away from you nobody and and you did not do it again with Resurgence apparently I <laughs> I didn't even see that and I'm a huge Independence Day fan like I love that movie yeah I, I saw it it's, it's terrible <laughs> it's so bad <laughs> Let's be honest though,
1: you don't like a lot of
0: stuff no so.
1: i I actually do. that's not true. I like a lot of things. I just like good things, like I like Independence Day, but like I like the first one, but I just don't think the second one is is great, and yeah, I don't know, I'm just picky at what I like.
0: I love giving you shit
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> when
2: I was gonna say too, I mean, it's kind of like you know I mean even the act some of the actors kind of get that same kind of snobbiness or whatever, but. You know, some of them will get tired of playing, like, they feel like one role. I mean, you take a look at, uh, didn't, didn't Andrew Lincoln do it with playing Rick? Yeah. He just felt like he was above this and, like, he needed to do to others. And, which, I understand, again, I, I get he's he's been doing it for years. And it might get a little old, but, I mean, yeah. It's,
1: it, uh... The worst betrayer of the, of or the worst person that comes to mind when you say that, honestly, is Jennifer Lawrence. She made her sort of uh, way into Hollywood with the Hunger Games and then playing Mystique in the uh, Days of Future Past and X-Men First Class and Apocalypse. Anyway, all those movies. And then she was just like, this is fucking stupid. I don't want to have to do this anymore and wear, you know, paint, be painted blue or wear. Because they eventually figured out that they didn't have to paint her entire body blue. She could just wear some kind of like blue suit. Anyway, and then like she just—I don't know—she became very snobbish, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, that—I mean—that's just kind of my thing. Like it's—it's it's those ones that like think that their their art is above and better than everybody else's. Or and I'm like, no, you just you—I I get it. Like you like what you, you like what you like. I mean, it's just like Richard. He likes what he likes, and it, you know, it's there's a very select few in that, but. um you know it's just it's everybody's own taste and just let them do their thing don't don't like you like you said too michael don't don't mess with somebody else's stuff just because it's not in your in your wheelhouse like leave them alone and do your own thing
0: all right like they're not trying to make into the world movies yeah yeah they're they're (laughs) trying to cater to the crowd right now like that's what people like is superhero movies yeah and and the you know you made the other good point too that that I've made before Richard is the genre aspect of it. I feel like superhero movies and, and let's, I'm going to go ahead and bring star Wars stuff into it as well, even though it's not comic book related kind of is, but not. Yeah. I was going to say they have comics of them. Uh, they do, but they didn't originate from them. that's kind of what we stick to. Yeah. But you know, people look at Mandalorian and Bubba Fett a lot like a Western. And I mean, like they oh, yeah. they really are very much Western, you know, kind of TV show, uh, even down to the soundtracks that they put on those things. Yo, oh, so, yeah. You could sit there and say superhero stuff is kind of the superior at this point in time because you could change Star Wars from not being a... Western to being something else to being of a different genre, like we never thought of any other Star Wars property as a Western before this, you know. And you know, when Captain America came out, it was very much an espionage movie. And and you could even sit there and say that you know Black Panther is very like Shakespearean with the families and things of that nature and the royalty Mm -hmm. and somebody trying to take the crown and stuff like that. Yeah, I've I've always said that was probably the biggest thing that actually pushed Black Panther to be as highly propped up as it was was just because it was to me it seemed very Shakespearean to watch.
1: Yeah. I hadn't even thought of it that way. But yeah, you make a great point there.
0: So, you know, if if you've got these people running around in tights and they've got so much backstory as it is right now and you can change the genre on it, that's not that's something you can't do in certain other kind of stories and movies and things like that. So because, I mean, you could sit there and have a superhero. I mean, you have you've had superhero movies that have threatened the entire earth, the entire world. And we have gone out and we have paid money and, and whatever else and supported them. Mm-hmm. But this no name shit that you're putting out there. No, I mean, because there's nothing that sparks our interest, bro.
1: Well, it's that. And he's made like six other movies that are the exact same movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I said, he's just bitter.
0: But, I mean, like, I think the average person that sits there and looks at movies doesn't look at the director. I know most of the time I don't look at a director, really. Yeah. Like, that's just not something that I do. I
1: think we're losing them. Like, it used to be, you'd see, you know, Steven Spielberg or yeah. a George Lucas or uh, a Ron Howard or uh, Michael Bay was big back in the day. Um but like the only one I can think of now that I truly get excited to see, like his his name on, is um man I am like I'm like an Alzheimer's patient tonight. Uh, <laughs> the guy that did Inception, Christopher Nolan. Anytime I see like a Christopher Nolan name slapped on like a movie, I'm like oh sweet I'm down for this because yeah he's like one of the last few like him and Quentin Tarantino are like the last few directors that I kind of get excited. When they make like a new movie. But like Batman, for instance, Batman could be
0: we've yet to see a detective movie of Batman and that's his thing. I agree. That's his his calling, like the world's greatest detective. And we have yet to see that Batman can also be a horror movie. And we've yet to see that as well. Yep. So like you can take one character and do so many different genres with that. So I don't know. Yeah, it just sounds like he's butthurt. I agree with you, Richard. <laughs> yeah. He's just butthurt. Mm-hmm. Well, From one person that's butthurt and another person who just owns it. Freaking just owns it. Michael Keaton, Batman, in the Batgirl, either movie, TV show. I'm not sure what they're doing right now. I know DC's kind of a hit or miss kind of thing right now. Seems like they're trying to revamp. However, are y'all excited to see Michael Keaton back as Batman? Yes. Sure. Outside of the Flash movie?
1: Yes. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I don't... um... I just hope they don't do Batman Beyond with Batgirl. Like I said, like that one ran I had, but it, it seemed maybe they're doing like a weird like multiversal crossover between the two. <laughs> we'll see. But yes, I'm ex- I like Michael Keaton. I've always liked Michael Keaton, and his like recent resurgence in in movies is is great to see. So I'm so happy to see him uh, return to the the role that I mostly know him from. Okay, cool.
0: Uh, Jeremy, do you have anything you want to say, or
2: just I'll, I'll wait and see it when I see it. I guess. Like, I mean, sure. I, I mean, I didn't necessarily stick out a whole lot to me. So, and shut your damn mouth. Yeah, I, know, I was. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it'll be fun. Just to see what what happens there.
0: I I was glad to see because the thing that leaked out was. The set photos of him in his costume. So I was very glad to see him actually in a costume, being part of this TV show or movie, whatever it is, because that kind of gave me hope. I guess for you, Richard, out you know that he may not be the Batman Beyond Batgirl version. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> but you know, there's also it could be Batman hooking up with Batgirl too. Oh no. So. Well- <laughs>
1: No, that's that's gross. That's gross and weird, and no one should like that except for Bruce Tim.
0: <laughs> All right, I know you've had your beef with with DC. I know there's there's movies you do like, and of course you do. You're picky, and you do like good movies. Don't get me wrong. I think everybody likes good movies, uh, except for me. I'm, I'm <laughs> Kevin Smith and love everything except for the Eternals. Oh <laughs> fuck that movie. All right. Uh <laughs> DC's TV spot that they've got out right now, and you can find it on YouTube, and it's basically highlighting every like all the movies they've got coming out in 2022. Does it does that TV spot give you any kind of hope? Seeing Aquaman, seeing Shazam, seeing, you know, The Flash, seeing Robert Pattinson's Batman? I can't think of anybody else that's in that.
2: Uh, the Rocks movie.
0: Uh, Black, Black Adam. Adam. Yeah, Black Adam. I'm sorry. I said Shazam and I meant Black Adam. Yeah. So, and I know we we recently got some like photos of like Hawkman and there's several other characters that were in that movie. And now I'm drawing a
1: blank. Dr. On who Fate. They are. Dr. Fate. Yes. Uh, Adam Smasher. Yes. Cyclone. Cyclone.
0: Are, are these pictures? Or is this this thing? Does it does it look like we're revamping? Does it look like we're kind of getting rid of the the Snyderverse and starting over? I know that's been said several times because this movie coming up with Flash would be Flashpoint or some kind of a version of Flashpoint. So do you do you have hopes for this? Does this does this intrigue you? Does this give you hope? Does this make you think you know maybe maybe they fixed it? Maybe we're going to go right down the right path now. Like maybe.
1: Uh, I, I do have hope. I don't think that this is... So far from what I can tell, like, the Black Adam movie, like, I feel like they're just throwing whatever at the wall to see what sticks. <laughs> and, like... In other words, I think they're they're saying who gives a fuck about continuity? Like, no, they're they're not connected to one another. But who cares? Here's a story with these characters. Which I'm kind of cool with, but at the same time, like, I just wanted to see... Like I wanted to see the Justice League in like a good movie, and like I I don't know I I do think that they are maybe going to revamp with uh, Flashpoint because let's be honest that's what I think that's what they're gonna do, um but yeah anyway
2: yeah I mean like I I with this one I I I'm excited to see where they go with it I hope it is better uh, I mean I like I like Flash I think that one should be fun. I'm definitely excited about the Batman one coming up. I'll, I'll definitely go see Black Adam. I don't know. So, uh, unpopular opinion probably here. The Rock as a person, he's, he's really cool, but he could be another Kristen Stewart. Like, as far as he's got the same look on his face, that scowl and the, like the arched eyebrow type thing. <laughs> like, um, I mean, they, they got to put that like in every, every daggum movie. <laughs> I don't know. Like he smells something? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Like when he's
2: cooking? Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. It's, I just, I don't know. I mean, I know it's like his signature thing, but I'm just like, alright, can we get a different facial expression here, please? Like, even in that little like the YouTube thing that showed it, like he he, he had that same scowl on his face. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I lo- again, I love The Rock. I'll I, I will, I'll go see his movies just because he he's, he's, seems like a really, really cool guy and I you know, does a lot of good stuff and so but I just yeah. That was just my little little rant, I guess, on that one. But um and and then there may be another unpopular opinion, but I I'm I don't really plan on making it a, a huge effort to go see Aquaman. I just I don't and I've never seen the first one and I know everybody's like, Oh my gosh, it's so good. I'm like, I don't I don't wanna see a movie about just talking to fish. Like, I mean that's all he does. <laughs> Uh, and it's his power. He can talk to fish. Um,
0: Talked to fish one time in that movie. That's it.
2: I know. I know. I'm, I'm making twice.
0: I'm sorry. Twice.
2: I'm, I'm like uh, over dramatizing that his his power or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I just I guess I need to see it because everybody's like, oh my gosh. But I don't know. So, but all I have to say is like, yeah. I, I'm I'm hoping that all these ones coming up are going to be as good as they they look. That they they will be.
0: I love when Zack Snyder first, you know, announced that he was going to be doing an Aquaman movie as part of like his his deal, and everybody gave him shit about it and was like, "Really, an Aquaman movie? Like that's ridiculous!" And he w- he would always respond with, "Well, you don't understand. My Aquaman has been under the water for God, which didn't turn out to be that way in the movie, really. But his basis was, Aquaman is Superman that can't fly, just about." Because his body's been underwater and had to deal with all that pressure and things like that. So when he comes up to the surface, like he has super strength, he has super durability, he has all these things. And and honestly, I, you know, I was in that crew of really Aquaman. And then when I heard him say that, I was like, you know, that's actually kind of cool. Like, I, I, I dig that. Now, we didn't see that necessarily in the movies because he was always on shore. He was shoreborn and he's already been on the shore. So I guess it was genetic the way they were doing it. But still, I really dug the first Aquaman movie. I liked it. I'm not necessarily hyped to see the second one, but I, I'm also like interested to see what happens. I like the guy they had that played Black Manta. I thought it was fell very short, though. I think there's a lot of things that they could do with Black Manta that they didn't. But they also had Norm as the main villain of that movie as well. So I'm glad they didn't take away from that. Quite like you know, Spider-Man 3 took away from those villains. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about the Flash movie. I like Ezra Miller, even though he's like a weird
1: hippie guy as the Flash. I think he's humorous to me and I like the way that he plays him. Yeah, and he's he's gotten into some kind of like controversy. He like choked a woman out or something. So uh, yeah, it's not it's not great. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I wondered about that as well
0: because like that came up and then it was gone. Yeah, just straight up gone. And I'm like, okay, so is somebody
1: hiding it or is it just garbage? Because you never know these days. like what's garbage and what's legit? I I'd I'd say it's them sweeping under the rug because there's the whole Amber Heard thing too. That they're just like, no, we're we're still keeping her in or whatever. Anyway. Um. But yeah, I'm like I said, I think DC's just like just throw anything out there at this point.
0: And like Black Adam to me looks dope as fuck, but and I and I'm curious to see the rock play an anti-hero character Because he's always the hero in every single movie that he's ever in that I can remember.
1: Yeah, he for a little while was the villain. And then he made it like in his contract where he always has to be the hero. So it's interesting to see uh, him be Black Adam, who's really honestly a villain, but they're changing him to an anti-hero. And uh, anyway. So
2: he was a Scorpion King there.
1: Yeah, he was the Scorpion King. He was the villain in Doom. That uh terrible movie with Carl Urban and uh I can't remember the girl's name. But anyway, he was the villain in that. Um, But yeah, anyway.
0: But most of the pop- well except Scorpion King, that's fairly popular. But most of the time, you see him as a as a hero. So I do, you know, want to see him as a villain slash any hero type role just to see what he does with that. Because he does have that look on his face where, you know, he scours and mm-hmm. stuff.
1: I just want to see, like, you know, uh, Shazam, honestly, is the one of the few DC movies that I thought was really fun. And so if we're going to get more of that, then I'm cool with that. And I definitely want to see, you know, him and Shazam face off. So whatever we got to do to get there, I'm I'm for that. Shazam is like one of my son's favorite
0: movies. Yeah, it's a fun movie for like all ages, I think. He'll straight up turn that on all the time. Like he loves that movie. Mm -hmm. He loves that movie more. Then into the Spider Verse, like oh wow, yeah, yeah. He'll watch he'll watch that over into the Spider Verse all the time, and that's probably his second favorite as far as superhero movies go. Uh, I'm hopeful. I'm curious to see what this Batgirl is and how that does. But again, I like everything just about so. It's, there's there's not a whole lot there. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: so maybe we can figure out between the UL of like liking everything and Richard not not impressed. We can get a. <laughs> Figure <laughs> so out a happy medium.
0: That's where you come <laughs> yeah.
2: in. And I'm just like, I don't care.
0: <laughs> y'all got anything else y'all want to talk about? Nope. I don't think I'm good. Okay. Well, thank you all so much for joining us. I hope y'all uh, enjoyed this podcast as much as, you know, we enjoyed making it. Go check out some of these rumors, some of these confirmed things and uh, see what you think. And, I do believe, considering we've got the Batman coming out on March 4th, that I'm going to throw up a little giveaway. I've got a set of trade hardbacks, in a case, they're Batmans, and I'm going to put them on IG. And I think we're going to have a contest and a giveaway for that. That sounds like fun. Just Just to have something fun and give back to the community. Yeah. Yes. So, be on the lookout for that. Jeremy, where can they find you? Ah, uh, you can find me
2: every now and then on uh, on Twitch with the handle Night Fury GTO with a K. Yeah, you know, just uh, streaming whatever. Uh, got a couple big games coming out in the next week or two, so that should be fun. But yeah, you can find me there, and then of course on here,
1: Richard. Ah, uh, you can find me on Twitter underneath the name Night Curry. Night like day and night. And Curry spelled with a K. No space. And, uh, yeah, you can at me there if you'd like. And you can find me on here, on the podcast. Comically Comics Podcast. Uh, we have a Instagram, as Michael has said. IG, if you will, as the cool kids say. Um, <laughs> it's Comically Comics Podcast. And uh, we also have a Gmail. Uh, podcast at gmail.com. You can find me on YouTube at 22Comics.
0: You can also find me on IG at 22 underscore comics. Thank you all again so much for watching. We greatly appreciate it. And hope to see you all again later. Well, say bye, Jeremy.
3: Bye, Jeremy.
2: Bye, Jeremy. <laughs> well, Madam Webb, where to now? Face front, true believer. It has been a long, hard journey. And I think you are finally entitled to some happiness. Amen to that, dear lady. Amen to that.